Hello, dear friend. Thank you so much for watching and connecting one more time. And we are very happy to be in the house of the Lord this beautiful Sunday, June 6, 2021, our worship service number 241. Good brothers, is the message of this morning. I would like to invite you to download the bulletin. You can go to the website, bchurch.us forward slash bulletins, or you can simply use your phone, point towards the QR code, and voila. You can download the bulletin of this morning. We want to thank you for your support. It is so nice of you guys that you continue helping and making contributions to support this ministry. If you want to be part of one of those, go to vchurch.us forward slash give, or you can simply send a text message. The phone number is 432-268-0007. Thank you so much, Tracy, for those beautiful songs. And thank you, Sebastian, for the work you are doing with all the software and the IT broadcast, etc. Thank you so much. All right. We are very happy to be here today, this Sunday morning, June 6, 2021. And the message of this morning is Good Brothers. I want to ask you, do you recognize those guys on the screen? <laughs> you know... I have been in North Carolina and Kitty Hawks. Actually, I took Tracy in one occasion. We were going from Virginia to North Carolina through a ferry. And it, awesome. was, it, was, awesome. it was a beautiful, beautiful trip. And we went to Kitty Hawk to the museum where the Wright brothers, actually, they have pictures of them. And actually, there are some replicas, I believe, of the, the airplane they made, whatever. Those two brothers have fun, my friend. They were actually several brothers. They were only two. And all this began because their father one day brought them a, a toy. It was some sort of helicopter kind of thing. And the kids were fascinated with that. And that planted the idea in their minds that one day they could fly. And they did it. The picture that you see on the screen was taken in December 1903. And they were wonderful individuals that brought tremendous, great success to the world. And uh, let me tell you, everyone who can travel today in an, air, an airplane enjoys very much the view, thanks to those two brothers. But on the other hand, we have other, other brothers here, which are the, the Gibbs. Barry and his brothers, I can't remember, Maurice. And Robin, I think, is the name of the other guy. They were fabulous singers. They had another brother as well, singer. But these three, they started singing, I believe, in 1958. They were little kids. And uh, they noticed, they, they themselves, they noticed that they, they could sing together. And they had so much fun. One day they won a contest. They come back to the house. And the parents were fascinated with the idea. And that was the beginning of their career. Fantastic songs, and uh, that is because they were good brothers. So today, I would like to ask you to think about your siblings, because we are going to reflect on the scripture about brothers in the Bible. So the first scripture that we have, and we are going to read it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 as Jesus was walking by Lake Galilee, 
he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and Simon's brother, Andrew. These brothers were fishermen, and they were fishing in the lake with a net. These are the first two brothers that we found here in the narration of the Gospels. These two working, doing the, their thing, when suddenly the, the Lord Jesus comes up. And that was the beginning of their ministry, actually, in training. The next scripture that we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew 4, 21. Jesus continued walk, walking by Lake Galilee. He saw two other brothers, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee. They were preparing their nets to catch fish. Jesus told the brothers to come with him. Fantastic experiences they lived. And today I want to talk to you about seven secrets of good brothers. So I want you to get ready for this because these are seven secrets that you will treasure. And of course, if you apply it, you will have a beautiful, happy life like the, those two sets of brothers that I just referred here in the scripture and also the ones that I mentioned earlier, the Wright brothers and the Gibbs. But let's begin with the first secret. The first secret is the best thing two brothers can do together is to serve God. You know, out of all the things that we do in life, and out of all the things that you can do with your siblings, the best thing you can do together is to serve God. Certainly, you can do business. You can have adventures. You can play sports. You can go into missions. I don't know, trying to find life in Jupiter. Anything. Politics, art, music, inventions, discovery. But the best thing that two brothers can do, two siblings can do, is to begin together serving God. Serving God, my friend, is the most rewarding thing that you can find in your life. Certainly, not necessarily that means that you have to be a preacher. No, because you can be a servant of God by doing your profession. But what you really want is that in your heart, whatever you are doing is to bring glory to the good Lord Jesus Christ. That is the case of these two sets of brothers that I mentioned to you in the readings of Matthew. You know, Peter and Andrew, and also James and John. Those four, they were working together. You notice that? They were fishermen. But it was until the moment that the Lord Jesus found them. You see that? The Lord Jesus found them. And then they call, he called them. Then is when their, life, their lives begin for real. Serving God together. What are you waiting, my friend? What are you waiting to start serving God? Meaning, whatever is what you do, you want to bring glory to the name of our Lord Jesus. That is the secret number one. Secret number two. There is power in pursuing a mission together. Brothers can be together. Siblings can be together. They can work together. 
And actually, they can even serve God. But if there is something that you all need, we all need, is to understand the mission and pursue that mission together. Because the problem that we have today is we don't have clear results. We cannot accomplish the mission because we're kind of lost in what we need to do. There is just a little planning. We probably sometimes feel sometimes too spontaneous. And there is nothing wrong with being spontaneous. But the problem is when people are just being too spontaneous, just doing whatever they feel they should be doing, and they don't pay attention to the goal, then they are missing the point. So the secret of these four brothers and the other ones that I told you is that they knew, number one, that they were serving God, and two, that they were going towards the same goal, a purpose, a clear purpose. So, let's bring it home. Let's talk about you. Do you know what you are doing? You will say, yeah, I'm watching. <laughs> no. Do you know what you're doing with your life? You say you are serving God. But what is, what is exactly the mission? What is exactly what you are trying to accomplish? And you know what? That is precisely the main challenge that you have. Once you become a believer, you need to start looking for what is exactly the particular calling God has for you based on your skills and your abilities and your desires and your passions. You need to find out exactly what is that mission so you can pursue it with your brothers. You know, sometimes in life we find that our relationship with our brothers, for some reason, doesn't work. Perhaps you are one of those. You loved your brothers, you loved your brother or your sister, you loved your siblings, but the relationship didn't work well. Or maybe your case is that you actually do not have any siblings. Perhaps that's the case. You don't have siblings or they live somewhere else and you don't even see them quite often. So in those cases, which are your brothers or your sisters? Are those who are in the kingdom of God? So don't, don't say, well, I don't have any brothers to hang out with, to, to serve God together or pursuing a mission. I don't know even what is the mission. Because in your church, in your congregation, and you should be part of a congregation, my friend. Stop this idea of only online viewer. Stop it. That is not biblical. You need to be part of a congregation. And you have to do fellowship with other believers. There is where you will find your brothers and your sisters serving God together and trying to understand what is the mission that your church has. Because every church has a different mission, you know? Every ministry is different. And there are ministries that are oriented for certain kind of people and other ministries oriented to other kind of people. That's totally understandable. That's why there are so many churches in the world and in our towns. There is variety. But how important is that, first of all, you in your heart 
Secret number one, you want to serve God. Secret number two, you understand the mission. With your brothers, you work pursuing that mission together because there is power there. There is power there. It's like in a house, in a family. Imagine if in a house, one is pulling towards north and the other is pulling towards south. They are not going to advance. They are going to hurt each other. And we see that all the time in families and also in companies. In private companies, you see that. One department is pulling one direction and the other department is pulling in a different direction. And they wonder why there is no success, because there is no unity. You need to understand the mission of your organization, whether it's your church or your workplace, and work together in unity, because there is power there in working together. Secret number three, there is a season for everything. Whether it's with your real brothers and sisters and your family, or your brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ, whether it's in your company, in your neighborhood, with your sport team, it doesn't matter. Wherever you are involved with serving God and pursuing a mission, there is a season for everything. You know, nature teaches us that there is a need for different seasons. We have enjoyed here in Odessa lately a lot of rain, and it's needed. It's needed for the flowers, for the grass, for the trees, for everything. It's good. But also we know that summer is about to come, and it's needed also. And then we will have the beautiful autumn, and later, what? Winter. And here we go again with the spring. And one more time, because there are seasons. So in whatever area you work or you are involved with, remember there are seasons for everything. You cannot just think it's time to go, 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 and you don't stop at all. You need to take your time to reflect about what you are doing. The disciples did that. They took their time to rest. They took their time to do certain chores, actually to celebrate certain festivities among the Jews, because there is a season for everything. And you should do the same, even in church. There is Mother's Day, there is Father's Day, right? There is Christmas, there is Easter, there are birthdays, anniversaries. We just celebrated Memorial Day. There is a season for everything. So in your relationship with your brothers and sisters, remember that. Not always is, is all about to go, 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 go. No. Neither, neither in your You need to have a balance because there is a season for everything. Number four. The fourth secret is about appreciation. Oh, let me tell you, this is probably one of the most important things that you should do with your brothers and sisters. Learning to appreciate one another and appreciate the skills of everyone. Among the disciples, the Lord Jesus, he knew who was good for what. 
who was the one that that he could trust for certain things and who was the one that he could trust for other things. Because everyone has skills and talents and abilities. But he knew how important was their participation. Therefore, he showed appreciation for everybody. What about you, my friend? What about you? Appreciation is extremely important in your relationship with your brothers and sisters. It's extremely important to show appreciation in your workplace. It's extremely important to show appreciation in your home. For those who do certain things in your house that you don't. Important to show appreciation to the whole system that protects us, like police officers, the fire department. Have you ever thought about the importance of those people that collect trash? You know? Many things are, are being done around us. And the, and the question is, do we show appreciation? Do you show appreciation? And when it's about your team, especially your team, let me tell you one more time. In your own home, my friend, in your own home, don't get tired of saying thank you for every person that is doing one simple thing, especially those who are being so disciplined and responsible. It's the beginning of the month. Do you have electricity in your house? Do you have water? Do you have food? Somebody's paying for those things. Somebody's cleaning. Somebody's taking care of laundry in your house. Everything. In your workplace, somebody is writing the checks. Somebody is processing payroll. Do you realize how important is the participation of everybody in your group, in your team? Therefore, showing appreciation is a very important secret. Fourth secret, appreciate the skills of your brother and your sisters. The fifth secret, learn to laugh, to cry, to work, and relax together. Because in our relationships, we will find moments where simply you just can't help yourself but to laugh. Sometimes we do certain things that are ridiculous. We make mistakes that are so <laughs> ridiculous. And those who are around us, they see us and, and we just think that was very ridiculous. What, I was a fool by doing that thing. What are you going to do? Well, sometimes you have to, to laugh. How important is that with your people, you show your humanity. You made a mistake, laugh. Talk about it later and laugh together with your people. You know, especially for leaders, sometimes it's very difficult to see ourselves like another human being because we think I have to be strong, I have to be the leader, I have to be blah, blah, blah. We say all those things, mom, dad, CEO, business owner, whatever. We feel that way, right? But you know what? Sometimes we need to learn to laugh with everybody. 
It's so important that. But in life, it's not just all about having fun. There are occasions when things don't go really, really bad. There are accidents. Sometimes people die. Sometimes there are awful news about things that are going on. News related with health, especially. There are devastating news. And sometimes you are going to cry. True brothers are so sincere, so honest, that they can cry together about those things. And it's okay. But it's not all emotion and emotion. We know that the purpose of our unity is so we can continue serving and working together. And that is sensational. It is absolutely wonderful when you are working together in your own home, my friend. When the time comes, whether it's for grocery shopping, cleaning, cooking, or any chores in your home, how wonderful is that everybody participates and works, not just one and the rest just watching, you know? No, everybody serving, especially in the company, in your workplace. Some people get paid for doing nothing, and you know it. Well, it's their choice. But when you are on the clock, work. Yes, of course you're going to laugh, and sometimes you're going to be upset, and you can even cry to certain situations. But remember, it's important to put these hands to work and these feet to move. And of course, it's important for all people to learn to relax. Companies need that time as well. Like a church needs that too. You know, not everything in a church has to be about the worship service. There are moments when we need to get together, all the church members, just to have a little bit of fun and relax. Celebrate a birthday, celebrate graduations, or simply because it's Saturday. What's wrong with that? Relax with your brothers and your sisters. There is nothing wrong with that. Those are great memories. Eventually in the future, you will, you will think about these things that I am sharing with you today. That you will have those memories about the time when you were laughing and crying and working and relaxing with your brothers, your sisters. Secret number six. It's all about God and family. It's all about the Lord, but it's all about the family as well. Some people like to have close friends like a brother, like a sister, and they, they get along very well. And even they can put God there as the component in that relationship. But for some reason, they have trouble to connect with their own families. Something is missing there. Something is lacking. And we all need to learn to connect and reconnect with family members. You know, every family has bad stories. Do you think that all families have all, all the time just great memories and great stories to, to tell 
No, it's the opposite. All families have bad and sad stories, fights, betrayal, many bad things. But sometimes there are opportunities to reconcile. And if that is the case in your family, if you can reconcile, remember secret number six is all about God and family. You know, in God, we have access to his forgiveness, don't we? Do you have access to the forgiveness of God? Of course you do, by grace in Jesus. What is the difference between you and the rest? None. Because in the eyes of God, as you deserve the opportunity to be forgiven, also those people, those who betrayed you, those who did bad things to you. So you have to learn to let it go, to forgive and let it go. Because it's, a, it's an issue of everyone with the Lord. And when they show the respect, when they show there, are, there is repentance, when they show that they want to establish or reestablish a relationship with you, then you should be willing to reconnect. There is no need for you to be harsh or mean or rude with people that have failed to you. I understand. Sometimes you are upset for things that happen in your family. And you prefer not to bring them to church or bring them and connect it with your friends. I understand that. Sometimes it's hard. But you know what? Everyone changes. Who says that maybe today is the day when there are family members changing somewhere? And they are going to be contacting you in the following days. And you will be thinking about just this secret. It's all about God and family. And I want you to remember this. Reconciliation, my friend. Reconciliation is essential among good brothers. And the seventh and last secret that I want to share with you today. Teach others about your happiness. Yes, you can do that. I know you are happy. In your relationships with your brothers and your sisters, those that are very close to you, you are happy with them. You are enjoying at this point in your life how things are now so smooth. All the animosity and hostility is gone. So now you are at peace. You are more mature. Yes, I know, you are getting old. But with that, also wisdom is coming. And now you are rejoicing, knowing that you have a good relationship with your brothers, your sisters, and you are at peace. Well, teach others about that happiness. Because you cannot keep that just for yourself. It's like imagine if you find a restaurant and there is wonderful food and you just don't want everybody else to know about this restaurant because you just want that for yourself. That doesn't make any sense. You need to learn to share with others the secrets of your happiness. Share with others. You know, there are people that see you having a good relationship with the rest. 
And they admire you for those reasons. And they say, you're a wonderful person. Everybody loves you and your family. Everybody, wherever we go, they know you. They say how wonderful you are. It's, it's great. Well, that person needs to know how you can do that. You need to learn to teach others about your happiness. And how do we get that happiness? Well, we'll talk more about it in a moment, but before I forget, I want to invite you for next Sunday's worship service, which will be the number 242, June 13, 2021. The topic is the best cousin. I know I'm talking about good brothers today, but next Sunday I'll be talking about the best cousin. And don't miss that service. I invite you to, to come here to Victory Church in Odessa or watch online if you prefer. So, what is that secret? What is that secret that makes you happy? Well, the secret is revealed actually in this chapter 4, verses 21. We read that before about James and John. But now, to you, the last part of this verse in the next verse 22. Pay attention to this reading. Jesus told the brothers to come with him. So they immediately left the boat and their father, and they followed Jesus. The secret of the happiness in life is not about what is what you are doing with your life, or how much money you are making, or how many friends do you have, or what, are, what kind of things you are buying, or what are the places that you are going. The secret of the happiness in life is to know in Jesus. These two brothers, they heard the voice of Jesus. When, they, when he called them and said, Follow me, guys. Come with me. Come along with me. I have something that I want to share with you. I want you to, to hear certain things. I want you to learn certain things. I have wonderful plans for you. There is a fabulous future for you if you can come along with me. And these two brothers, they said, we are going. So they said to the father, Dad, this is great. But I just want more of Jesus. There is something about these men. There is something about Jesus that I just, I, I, can't, I can't get enough. I can't get enough. I want more. What is it, Dad? I don't know. And the father was speechless. The father was not upset. Somehow, you know, employees will come, he thought. But my sons, they want something that is profound, that has a meaning, not just money. That changed their lives. James and John followed the Lord Jesus, and they said, we want to be with you, Lord. So today, my friend, I want to ask you the same question. Do you want to find the true happiness in life? Or all that you care for is money and stuff. 
Do you really think that even having people around you makes you really happy? Or do you think that obtaining a position somewhere or acquiring more possessions will bring you happiness in life? Deep down in your heart, you know the truth. There is something deeper, more real, powerful, exciting, sublime, that you just can't get enough. It's Jesus is what you need. Jesus is what you want. This is a perfect moment to give your heart to the good Lord. I would like to invite you to open your heart and prepare yourself to say a prayer with me. And I will put the prayer on the screen. Read it with me. Come with me with this reading. Say what you see in the screen, just like that. Dear God, here I am confronted by the truth and in shock because I see that I have so much to learn and to change. Please forgive me. Lord, you are the one that I want to adore. You are my God. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord, to become the person you want me to be. My dear friend, it is here on the cross where the price was paid for you and me. Just embrace that salvation and say with me, I am forgiven by Jesus. My Lord can do everything. His word is true and active in me. My life is going to be great and blessed in 2021. You are blessed. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and I hope to see you here next time. From Victory Church in Odessa, Texas, my wife Tracy, my church members, and I say to you, see you next time. For watching Victory Church, please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.